this is Mayanna Vernon, and you're listening to Giving God Glory Through Trauma Podcast. Have you ever been in a season for so long where you just feel like, God, am I ever going to get out of this? Am I ever going to excel? Am I am I going to the next level, God? A lot of the times when we go through the storms in our life, when we go through trials and tribulations, one of the biggest things that we do, and I myself have done this as well, so I'm not only just speaking to you guys, but I'm actually confessing and I'm speaking um, to myself as well. But one of the things that we do that we don't realize is we complain. Um, and what once maybe started off as like, you know, a little small agitation grew further and further deeply into frustration. And then shortly after frustration, a little bit of bitterness. Um, and that bitterness comes comes out in the form of complaint. Uh, complaining. And what we don't realize is the enemy wants us to focus on what we don't have. Uh, And he will try to place every thought possible within us to almost show us that, yeah, but I thought God showed you that like a year ago. I thought God spoke that over you. I thought God, you know, there's promises of God all in his word, but I don't see them coming to pass in your life. As a matter of fact, you don't look like you're living a life of favor. God says that you're favored and that we, the favor of God is upon us, but it doesn't look like it in our lives. And what I had to learn, what I didn't realize was that the moment we start to, even if it's just a small like look away, you know, look away real quick. Even when we just look away for that one second to see like, man, but I don't have this. It's like in that moment, we start to magnify and we start to glorify the things that we don't have, right? We start to put all of our, all of our attention, all of our energy into what we don't have. But God is saying that you're, we've been complaining for, for so long, especially when when we do find ourselves in that state of, okay, God, I'm ready to move on. And it may not be that that we're not ready, God is, but God is going to show us that you're still not ready because you're still complaining. Where's the heart of gratitude? Where's the thankfulness, the fact that you're still alive? And that's what complaining does. Complaining will make us blind to the blessings that are literally right in front of us. Um. And I want to share something, uh, just a personal testimony of mine, of, of just some of the events that have been taking place in my life. Um, and some of the things that God revealed to me, some of the things that God showed me that I was doing was I was in that season. And not to saying that the season has shifted. I still may be in the season of preparation or whatever season I'm in where, you know, the storms look much bigger, right? They look much more... Um, 
powerful than what God has spoken over me. You know, the storms within itself paints a picture of defeat, but I know that I'm victorious. Um, because I am a child of God, because my life is in Christ, I've, I've already won the battle, but it doesn't look like it, right? It, it doesn't look like what God has said. So for me, I found myself complaining a lot and more, it was, it was more than just complaining verbally with my mouth. It was in my facial expression. It was just in my attitude. And I, I truly thank God that when he does correct us, that of course, like, first of all, the fact that we're even corrected by God, God says in his word that he corrects those whom he loves. So I thank God that he is, of course, God is a God of love. God is love. But I thank God that when he does take the time out to redirect us and to correct us, he's just showing us that, first of all, he created us to be so much better than how we're acting. And it's not that God is not looking for perfection, but it's just a matter of God knows what he placed down on the inside of us. So when we start to do things that are pretty much beneath and below who God has called us to be, God wants to break us out of that because with that leads to compromise and settling and all these other things. Um, but one of the things that God has shown me was that in the midst of me complaining, because I was complaining y'all for a while, I was like, God, you know, what's going on with my finances? You know, I, I'm ready to kind of just like have a place of my own. Like, this is what my complaining looked like. I was, I was focused on what I didn't have. God, I thought you said, you know, kingdom marriage, but I don't see no, I don't see nobody around. <laughs> I don't see no candidates. You know, I, I don't, is there even really kingdom men out there? And, and which there is, you know, God is raising them up. But this is when I was going through my little, I guess you could say my state of pouting, right? When I was going through my pouting and just me being so honestly ungrateful because I was focused on what I didn't have as opposed to the things that I did have were literally walking right in front of me. And God quickly, quickly corrected me and showed me. I've been so focused on what I didn't have that the things y'all that I literally have prayed about years ago, I'm telling you prayers that I prayed for my family, uh, even, even just who I, who I desire to be in God, meaning like, just like my, wanting my relationship with God to be more and more um, secure, wanting it to be like deeper in God, like wanting my faith to be deeper. All these things, guys, that I used to pray about like years ago, months ago, um, weeks ago even, where I literally, I'm living in answered prayers. That's the best way I can explain it. Like I'm literally living in what I prayed for like a year ago, two years ago, three, like, God heard every prayer and God may not have answered it the way that I would have liked, but God answers prayers. And I thank God that, that he didn't answer it the way that I wanted it to be answered. Cause I, I don't even want to know what would have happened. I, I'm pretty sure I would have ruined it. Or like I said, the, it wouldn't have been a blessing. It would have honestly probably looked like a curse. Um, in the end it, it because I, I thank God that he doesn't give us what we desire that, when we lay our desires at his feet, he gives us what he desires and what he wants for us because he changes almost like the intention behind it. And it may not mean all the time that what we want is not something that God wants. God may say that 
I want that for you as well. But the way that I'm seeing it, the way that I'm viewing it, the way that my intentions are towards it is not pure. So that's when God has to say, all right, give it to me. Give it to me, child. It's almost like, you know, with a little kid, you tell a kid, stop, stop, stop throwing the ball while you driving. <laughs> and they throw it while you driving. You pull over. Look at me. Give me the toy. But no, no, no. Give me the toy. Get, give me the toy. Give me the toy. Right? But we do that because, number one, they were being disobedient. But number two, we do it because, you know, we we ask them to stop throwing it so that way we can all be safe. And it's not to say that I'm not going to give it back to you. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's not to say that, you know, God may not give it back to us, but God's going to make sure that maybe, you know, we're going to wait till, till we get back to the house, then maybe I'll give the ball back to you. And even in the house, you're not going to throw it around because I'm not going to have you messing up things up in the house as well. So maybe we'll wait till we get to a playground or something like that, an environment, a place where it's suitable, where if I do give this thing back to you, you're going to actually appreciate it this time. You're not going to take it for granted. You're going to be grateful for it. But at the same time, you're not going to turn it into an idol. You're not going to um, worship it, but you're going to rather worship me, the one who gave it back to you, the one who produced it, the one who made it happen. Um, See, I, that's why I thank the Holy Spirit because I've—I don't even know where we just went there, but you know what? Have your way. But um, yeah, I had just been complaining without even realizing it that I was literally walking past answered prayers. Like I've been praying, of course, that God would touch the hearts of my family and just really start to just mend like the whole family dynamic. Um, you know being a generational cycle breaker, doing things that no one in my family has ever done, which also means like leading and pointing my family to God. Um, so that way they may know him for themselves. Um, and just even all these things, like it's, and another thing that God had to show me too, was that he was just like, you know what? A miracle is a miracle. A blessing is a blessing. And I said, okay, God, uh, can you expound? And then God, he, showed it to me like this. He broke it down to me like this. And he said, you know, let's just say, you know, you flip in the pages, you get a paper cut. All right. That's an injury. It may be a small one, but it's still an injury, right? It's, it's still left a wound. It still is going to leave a scar. It may heal faster than let's just say if you broke your ankle or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, something as small compared to like breaking your ankle is going to heal faster, but it still doesn't diminish. It still doesn't take away from the fact that it left a scar. Um, and it still doesn't take away the fact that both of them need to be healed. One just heals faster than the other. So God just showed me that when it comes to miracles and blessings in our life, us waking up to see another day is a blessing. That is a miracle. You know why? Because someone did not wake up that morning. As a matter of fact, someone didn't even make it into the night. Like they didn't even make it through the night. So when we wake up in the morning, when God allows us to, you know, breathe in oxygen, when when we're allowed to even be in our right minds, to remember things, to to have our own two feet to walk on. And even if you don't, it's still a blessing. Like, you know, I'm just saying all these things to just say that either way, it's still a blessing. We can't look at it from what we don't have, but what we do have is a blessing. But God was just showing me that like, I had stopped because I was complaining so much. I had stopped to really 
step back and say, wow, it's a blessing that I'm even still alive today. God, I thank you that you gave me another chance. God, I thank you that I, that I was even, I even had enough money to pay my phone bill this month. Like, you know, like just like everything, like when God says, you know, give God thanks for everything, you know, glorify God in everything. Um, and it was one of those things where I was just like, once again, God, I'm sorry. I was selfish. I was, I was pretty much feeding into what I didn't have. So I started looking around. I started really like almost becoming like depressed in a way. Like, I don't, I don't claim that, but that's how I was acting. Like I was acting like I had nothing going for me. Like God wasn't number one, doing a new thing down on the inside of me, as well as my family. And like throughout the whole time, God was like, I've been doing a new thing. Right. But because you've been complaining, you've been missing it. And I'm, and once he told me that, I said, well, God, I don't want to miss it anymore. Like I can't, I don't, whatever it is that you're doing, like don't do it without me. Um, and then even as he brought that to mind, Isaiah 43 and 19 says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And that just reminded me so much because I was so focused on what I didn't have. God was already doing a new thing within my family. God was doing a new thing, even within the circumstances that I was praying about. And even the circumstances that I didn't, that I wasn't praying about, but God, of course, knew, you know, all of the, the, um, the schemes, the lies, the men, the men, manipulations, the deceit that maybe was going on behind my back that I didn't even know about, all of the things that maybe people were plotting behind my back. Like God was already taking care of that. God was making a way for me, even when it looked like there was no way, but I was missing out literally on, I was blind to the blessings that God was performing in my life. And I, I want to say that part of it also was due to this false picture that I have of what blessings even look like like of what it means to live a blessed life for me i had this like i said this wrong view of okay blessing is equated to prosperity prosperity is equating to wealth and 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 you know just having all these cars and, and money and all this stuff and a husband and wife and all this other stuff and i cannot have any of that and still live a blessed life like i could be in my single season i can you know, have a roof over my head. Or even if I didn't necessarily have a roof over my head, I know that God will provide, but it doesn't mean that I have, I'm living less of a blessed life than someone else. No, a blessed life is the fact that God, you gave me life on today. God, I still have a purpose. So that means because you gave me another chance, that means that I still have more time. You gave me another chance, God, to pursue and to walk into my purpose, to be who it is that you've called me to be. But because I was so caught up in the complaining, I totally had been missing out on literally miracles that had been walking right in front of me. And, and I just wanted to share this because I don't want I don't want any of us to miss out on what God is doing. God doesn't, first of all, <laughs> one of the things that I've learned is God, we can never figure out like, okay. We can never predict, okay, God's going to do this on this day. God's going to do that. No. The only thing that we should be standing on is his word and his word alone. Our hope comes from who God is, not from what God can do. 
I mean, yes, we can have faith and we can declare, we can decree that, you know, God is a healer. God is a deliverer. Yes, he can do all these things. He is that. But our hope should just be in, okay, God, you're a good God. You're a wonderful father. You're a loving father. You know, you're a correcting father. So I know you're going to correct me when I'm wrong, God. I, you said you don't withhold, you know, anything good from us, like especially your wisdom and your knowledge that you will freely give that to us. But our my hope should be in you, not in, okay, well, now that I finally see the blessing, God, okay, I have a, a lot of hope. No, my hope is just in, you know what, God, I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to stand on the promises that you're going to be the one to perform them. Father, if you spoke it, then you will perform it. Um, but I really don't want us to miss out on the new thing that God has already been doing in your life. And and I truly, my prayer is that we all, uh, including myself, really start to take a step back and even just, listen, guys, there's nothing wrong with, with drawing, with going back to the drawing board. Uh, there, there's nothing wrong with uh, admitting and saying, you know what, God, I got it wrong. Um, God, can we start over again? There's nothing wrong with that. God would rather see us confess, um, and come before him with pure hearts, um, asking for forgiveness and confessing our wrongs and asking God to help us to get back on track or asking God to help us to get on track, period. Um, God is, he's, like I said, he's not looking for perfection, but we, my prayer is that we all just take a step back um, today or whenever you're listening to this, to take a step back and think about what are the things that I've been complaining about? Like, what are the things that I don't have that I've been literally like focused on? Like, what have you just been keeping your mind on this week, last week, just in the past couple of weeks? To the point where you've literally missed out, not saying that you've missed out on blessings, but you've missed out on seeing the blessing. And just my prayer is that God, because he gives grace and mercy, that God will allow you to see what it is you've missed. And so that way you can start to appreciate the little things. The little things all the way to the big things, because like I said, blessings are blessings, it, it, whether big or small. Um, but I really, I just, I wanted to share this because I didn't even realize how much I was missing out on. Like the marvelous works of God, I was re- literally walking right past due to, because I was so upset that, well, this didn't happen, God, when I wanted it to. when. God, first of all, is saying that our timing is not his timing. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. And I thank God, I truly thank God that I don't have anything right now uh, that I wanted. Even at this time, I thank God that I don't have it right now because I, I would I would ruin it. I, I honestly would. Like, who knows, honestly, what I would do. And and that's that's why I thank God because literally God knows best. It doesn't always feel good. Yes. It does not always feel good in that moment, but literally God knows best. He knows when it's time. He knows when we're ready. Um, But my prayer, like I said, for you guys is that just don't be blind to the blessings. Don't be blind to the blessings. Take a step back and just say, you know what, God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, God, that 
I've been so focused on what I don't have. And I've literally, I have taken away the ability um, to just give you thanks, God, to just give you glory in everything. You know, God, I thank you that I even have a car. God, I thank you that if I don't have a car, I thank you, God, that I have a means of transportation, God. You know, I thank you, God, that I have a means of transportation to go somewhere, that I have a job. I thank you, God, that you allow me, Lord Jesus, that, you know, for some of us, we have an opportunity to pick up the phone and and, and speak to our grandmothers and speak to our mothers and speak to our family members, whomever that may be, but that we have God has given us all of these blessings, all of these things in our lives um, that we should truly be grateful for. God, I thank you that, you know what, I shouldn't even be here, but God, you said, Father, that it's not my time yet. So God, what that means is that means, Lord Jesus, that there's something that I need to do. There's something, Father, that you're still giving me a chance to do, God, that maybe I didn't do on yesterday. So my prayer is that God starts to renew within us again, a heart of just gratitude, being grateful, being thankful, and not focused on what on what we don't have. And, and even that also pertaining to just the gifts and the things that God has placed down on the inside of us, like really asking God, God, please help me to utilize fully everything that you place down on the inside of me and that I'm working even the little. If I have a little, God, teach me how to work the little. So that way, Father, when you bring more into my life, God, that is not that it's going to be easy, but that, God, you've trusted me with little, Father. And now that you've given me more, Father, it's because you, you've you trusted me with the little that you gave me, you know, as opposed to just, well, God, I don't have that. God, I don't have, you know, the marriage. God, I don't see that happening. I don't see the finances and all these other things let us just, let us literally just lay everything at God's feet. Like surrender, surrender. One of the, 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 the verses that God has been really telling me to really meditate on, um, is in first Timothy, first Timothy, submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, please forgive me. if I'm wrong, if it's not First Timothy, please correct me. I'm trying to look right now, um, actually. But um, hold up, guys. Let me look it up really fast. Let's see. I want to say it's First Timothy. But I could be wrong. Hmm. Okay. I wanna say I'm wrong. Yeah, okay, so I don't think it's first Timothy. But um when I find it, I'm gonna put it in the I'm gonna put it in the description um of the podcast episode you guys okay yeah i'm still looking i'm still looking because i'm i'm determined to find it i am determined to find it it's colossians i believe i'm still in the wrong area corinthians 
all right you guys but uh either way i'm gonna find this and i'm gonna put it in there because i don't want to be wrong about where it is but that verse alone um submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you um and submitting to god ultimately is not fighting god anymore it's it's whatever god spoke over you like it's there's no need to fight it because god spoke it for a reason god showed you those things for a reason you know so it, it's not a matter of us to keep fighting because when we when we're fighting what we're doing is we're fighting the will of god like we're and of course you know anybody who's fighting against god we're gonna lose but um when we're fighting when we're going back and forth with god god is just saying just to surrender so when we submit to god um we're he commands us to resist the devil and he will flee from us so that also includes even the lies of what we don't have and just this lie of focusing on the things that we wish we had no let's let us just thank god even for the small things um and just ask god to just continue to keep encouraging us to continue to keep teaching us um all that it is that he wants us to see And just asking God to just help us to truly just be all that it is that he's called us to be. So let us just keep continuing to just dive in deep with God and just truly take a step back and focus on what we do have um, as opposed to what we don't have. So I truly thank God and I pray that each and every one of you uh, are blessed. Um any any burdens, anything that you have weighing down, just lay it at the, the feet of God and just give it over to him. Um, place your hands in God's hands and just let him lead. Let him lead. Let him lead every step of the way. But I love each and every one of you and stay encouraged. And remember, guys, don't be blind to the blessings. There are blessings all around us. We are literally living in answered prayers, prayers that we didn't even remember that we prayed for, but God is saying that he's heard every prayer. But God is also saying, don't miss out on the new thing that he's doing because he is doing a new thing, but let us not be so focused on what we don't have that we totally miss out on what he's doing right now in this season. I love each and every one of you. All right, y'all. So I told you that I would find the scripture. So it's actually, it is not in 1 Timothy. I do apologize. But this th there's two scriptures, actually. Um, there's another scripture that the Holy Spirit just highlighted to me, even as I was trying to find for uh, the other one, is in James chapter 4, verse 7, where it says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And um, I'm actually going to read verse 8, where he says, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. God is saying that when we finally submit, when we stop fighting, when we stop um, trying to convince God that, okay, God, I don't, I don't think you know what you're talking about when you said I'm supposed to be this or I'm supposed to be that or you called me to do this and you called me to do that. Number one, um, whatever God says, God knows what's best for us. God God already foreknew us before we were even in our mother's womb. So he knew what he places down here on this earth to do. So let us not uh, keep fighting God. Because the more we're fighting God, actually what we're doing is we're creating footholds and we're allowing the enemy to 
come in. We're allowing the enemy's lies to seep in. And we start to believe those lies as opposed to God's word and what he says about us. Um, so when God says to submit to God, when we start to submit to God's will, when we start to um, read the devotional like he told us, when we start to, you know, just pray more earnestly, when we start to really truly learn what it means to pray without ceasing, praying when we feel like praying when we don't, whatever God has called you to do, whatever assignment God has placed on your life, when you start to submit and you say, okay, Holy Spirit, can we please collaborate, come together so we can do this together because I can't do this by myself. You are there for submitting to God, submitting to God, also saying, also when we submit to God, we're saying that, okay, God, you fight my battles. So I'm not going to get upset about what this person said, or even, you know, this group of people or this person that rejected me, because you know what, God, I know, Father, that number one, you have better in store for me. But number two, I don't need to worry about how I'm going to clap back, what I'm going to say, the revenge. We don't need to worry about any of that. We place it in God's hands and we say, you know what, God, you're going to take care of it. You're going to make things right for us. And then there's another scripture that as I was looking for that one, God had shown me. um, And it's actually from Colossians chapter 3. Um, verse two, where it says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. And this goes back to um, what I talked about in, in, in our discussion today about, you know, not focusing on what we don't have. Ultimately, when we focus on things that we don't have, that means we're setting our mind on things of the earth, right? Because we live in a world where nothing is ever enough meaning that we can have all the cars, we can have all the money, but we're still missing something. Like, you know, like there's always still something that we're missing. And that something that we're missing is substance. That something that we're missing is life. And that's God. Only God can fill the voids within us. There's no cars, no women, no men, none of that. Like no drugs, no alcohol. None of that can truly fill us up. None of that can satisfy us. Only God can. Um, So just let us Let that just be a reminder in Colossians chapter three, verse two, set your mind on things above, right? Not on the earth, on things that glorify God. Setting our mind on things above also means reading his word. That also means, um, you know, listening or listening or reading devotionals or just pursuing God, setting our mind on things above where I'm not focused on what I don't have here on earth, but setting my mind on things above is also just standing firm, God, to what it is that you promised me, standing firm to um, the the promises that you said in your word, the things that you've shown me, God. Um, I'm going to stand on that. Let us stand on what God says. Let us stand on um, what pleases God and not what pleases man. Let us stand on the fact that we're serving God. Serving God means that we serve whomever he may tell us to, but that we're not doing it as a way of saying, okay, I'm serving you in particular, but that we're serving God, that everything that we're doing, we're serving God. So I did just want to reiterate on that. And y'all already know it was bothering me. So I had to come on here. But um, like I said, just truly be blessed on this week, but do not focus on what you don't have. Don't allow that to be your focus. If you allow that to be your focus, you're going to literally miss out on the signs, miracles, and wonders that are literally happening right before your eyes right now. Do not miss out on it. Um, And just give God glory. Give God the thanks for everything that you have. The fact that you are still here, the fact that you are listening to this episode means that that you are still breathing, you are still alive. And we don't know when um, 
we are all going to take our last breaths. We don't know um, when God says it's time for us to return home. But one thing that we do want to be sure of, and this should be our prayer, is that God, when you do call me home, we want to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, that we did not fight you all of our lives, that we did surrender, we did submit to your will, God, and now you're using me. My life literally magnifies you. My life literally, and everything that I do in my life, it glorifies you. So stay blessed, and I love you guys, and I'll talk to you guys later. What's up, family? It's your girl, your sister, your nephew, your third cousin removed, 65th nephew removed, whatever. Hello, you guys. As I mentioned before in the previous episodes, we are a family. And this is actually so funny and amazing at the same time. The fact that I'm even um, sharing this and the fact that I'm even saying this with you guys, because for so long, um, what the enemy wants, he wants us to be separated. He wants us to be isolated. But rather, we don't realize that when two or three are joined together, God is in the midst. So the opposite of what the enemy wants is the kingdom agenda. And part of the kingdom agenda is community. So you guys, I really would love to just hear from you, whether if you feel moved to share your testimony to share a story to even just share about what god is doing in your life um even if it's to confess your sins i mean the bible says confess your sins one you to another so i mean whatever it is you you want to talk about whatever it is you feel led in your heart to share i want this to be a family and i want this to be a community where it of course is a non-judgment zone but at the same time it is a honestly just a community of love uh god is love so if god is in the mist then love should be in the mist it, you know acceptance should be in, in the mist and i and it, what i mean by acceptance is i mean just accepting the fact that okay we've all made mistakes but by the grace of god we are still here today to share our story so guys please please fam follow the giving god glory through trauma podcast uh, follow us on instagram at ggg tt underscore podcast and also follow the ministry page at giving god glory through trauma i cannot wait to hear from you guys i cannot wait to connect with you guys and remember what i said the enemy wants isolation but god's foundation is built on community i love you guys and i can't wait to hear from you all